Welcome to the Prickly Couch podcast where three mujeres have real conversations. We'll share our stories and talk about wellness, familias, work, and everything in between in our experiences as Latina women. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us in this week's podcast. These are your hosts, Gabriela Hurtado. Karen Limón. Josie Serata. And today we're going to be talking about the holidays in general. Um, maybe what are some of the ways in which we take care of ourselves, some of the challenges, and some of the things that um, are helpful in general um, as this year ends. And maybe we're engaging in some introspection. Um, maybe we're thinking ahead about what next year is going to look like. Maybe this year we're processing some grief. Um, Maybe this year we're also processing some some joy and some good things that came. Um, anything that can be helpful and that is, um, I think, part of our experience as we wrap this year, this weird year up. Um, so I was thinking maybe we do our check-in spars. So how have things been? I've been out for a month and a little bit, probably a month and a half. So... I want to hear how y'all are doing, or I can start. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll go. I yeah. first want to say that I haven't seen Gabby in like a month or more, and I'm so happy to see her. Um, I am doing okay. So at the beginning of, so you know how at the beginning of quarantine, you would have all these like Instagram influencers say, oh, if you want to keep up with your productivity, wear like dress up like if you were to go to work, whatever. So I would do that. But because I feel that dressing up is part of my expression. Okay, so at this point of quarantine, I have thrown that out of the window. I'm wearing comfy pants, sweaters, it's so cold outside. And in Texas, well, I've been I was raised in Texas. So this weather that we have been having recently is too cold for me. So yeah, so that's just just where I am at this point. Um, but other than that, I am, I think I'm doing pretty okay. I've been dealing with some adult stuff at my the place that I'm renting. So that yeah, I don't know how you all have done it for so long. <laughs> like what? What's the adult stuff? I want to know. Yeah. Okay, I will, I will say it. So our, the place that we are renting has holes. So like where the appliances are, there are some holes that are connected, like through the connections. So mm-hmm. we've had yeah. some, some um, little friends join us. <laughs> oh my God. These, uh, these past two weeks because of the weather. It's cold, they're coming inside. Oh, yeah. like, Please help me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so I'm... I want. I don't think I'm afraid of, of spiders, bugs, like cockroaches. I'm okay. I know some people are afraid of cockroaches. Trigger warning. I guess I should have said, but things with tails and that's like move really fast on the ground. No, 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 no. And I'm, I was right there with you. No. And I've seen this this friend four times since in the past two weeks. No and it, I am so I have. I have lost some sleep because I'm thinking about it, mm. but it will be taken care of soon. So, did so you, I, 
mouse wraps or what are they mouse traps yes so we put so there was two we uh, well that we know of there was two and there was two because that I saw them on a I saw them both on a Friday and these both at the same time yes maybe they're for me yeah maybe <laughs> I love it to see. I separated a family because that night, uh, so that night um, when I saw the, the, I'm just going to say, I don't know if they're rats or mouse or mice, I don't know, but they were looking at me in the eyes. Are they small they like this or are they big like that? No, they were kind of big. They were like. Then that's a rat. Oh, that's a rat. Yeah, and they were looking at me in the eyes. They were like, you're not going to, what, what? Like, I'm, it's cold outside. <laughs> what do you want us to do? So my boyfriend and I, we set out traps. And there were no snapping ones. So apparently Google says the snapping ones are the humane ones because they kill them instantly. But we, there, we didn't have that option at HEB. And so we had the sticky traps. And that night... I, like yeah that night I heard it I heard it get stuck on the trap and I was like I'm not dealing with it yeah so all night I heard it like trying to escape so we separated I don't know if it was the mama rat the papa rat the child rat I don't know but now there's only one yeah or the, tío, or the primo yep <laughs> I don't know Did you just throw it away yeah but put it in a bag, drove really far away, <laughs> and put it in a trash bin. It's like a true crime episode for Karen. <laughs> you put it in a it random trash bag? Was it dead so, or was it still alive? It was still alive. <laughs> well, actually, I think it's dead now. <laughs> well, now it's dead after traveling miles in a, in a bag. I know. Oh, my God. My my boyfriend was like, I keep thinking about the rat. I wonder how it's doing. I was like, don't worry about it. It's not in the house anymore. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I get like that. Kenny's the one that has to be like, um, getting them to like, no, I, I cannot. I will think about it for a long time. That you drew, drove like miles to drop it somewhere. <laughs> I just didn't want it to come back. It. You're like, I will ensure this one does not come back to my apartment. Hey, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back, yeah. Oh, so that that's me. How are you doing, Josie? <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. We have ratones too. So we had like a bin outside and it was like, you know, one of those outdoor bins where you store a bunch of stuff in. Of course we had birdseed in there and birdseed bag had broke. So it's like just sitting in there. And so then Robert went to move it and he said five, five of them came. <laughs> so, then, so then that night we were sitting there watching outdoor movies because we have a little projector to see outside. And you see the rato like crawling across the fence. <laughs> At least it was outside. <laughs> it is outside. They are outside. But you know what? I bet you they, I hear something sometimes. I bet you they'd be moving in too. It's cold out there. Yeah, I mean, if I was them, I would too. Yeah, but we have to keep that our rat, our cat, who I'm sure would not let them hang out in our house too long. I don't know. I might, my cat will just look at them and really. Yep, my mom had 
had him in the house and there was this big raton and he was just looking at him and he was like I don't know what you want me to do about this like oh, I don't know squirrels she chases squirrels and she's always lizards siempre tiene a lizard in her boca she's like walking around there's like legs and a tail hanging out so I think she'd be good with the mouse I don't know about a rat I think if there's too big she wouldn't I'm going to need to borrow Chiquita. <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> um, so I'm doing okay. I am. It's the week before um, taking, uh, well, I guess I'm not going to take a lot of time, but sometime and, you know, the kids will be home starting Friday for a couple weeks. So I'm trying to get some stuff done because it's going to be a lot, but I'm a little, a little bit more uh, anxious and scattered today than I'd like to be, but I think tomorrow I'll be able to um, get back and start my day with some yoga and some exercise and like calm my nervous system. And I, but I am a little scattered today if I, if I seem that way, it's because I am. How you doing, Gabby? Welcome back to the podcast. Yay. I'm excited to be here. So without you and we were like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah it's been it's been weird to be off um so now I have a little one Lucas arrived um in November at the very in in a surprise day <laughs> a lot earlier than his due day but he's good he's doing well I'm doing better recovering from the birth uh we can jump on that on a different episode but um so I think at this point I'm just sleep deprived very much glad that I'm no longer pregnant because it feels very different this tired than that tired. Um, so drinking lots of coffee, spending a lot of time on TikTok and doing things that I could do one-handed. So, so yeah, I also feel a little bit, um, I think scattered, um, jumping with things and also the sleep deprivation is, is always fun. And then we moved so I have like a new background. This is my office at the house. Um, right now being used by my brother. My mom and brother have been visiting for a few months now um, to help with baby in the move. And now I live like what it feels like in the country here in Round Rock. Um, there's like a lot of open areas. There's scouts everywhere. So that's been fun. So now that y'all been talking about mice, that's one thing that we're really afraid because we're like, it's cold and not all creatures of this space might want to come in because this is like a new development. So there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that would, and people that were just, you know, moving and stuff. So I'm sure we'll have some unexpected visitors sometime soon. So yeah, just, you know what, just they are who they are. Yeah. And Ken can handle them. And I'd be like, you can live here. I will now go on. <laughs> I will not touch them. Scare me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where things are with me. So, and the holidays coming up. Is it next week already? Yeah. After. Oh no, God. next yeah. week. Go ahead. Next week. Well, clearly that's where my mind is. Yesterday I thought it was uh, Sunday. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what day or hour it is. Um, so let's talk a little bit about our plans. What are we What are we doing this year? It's a little bit different with quarantine and COVID. Um, some shared plans and activities will look a little bit different this year. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. 
It's already next week and I really don't know what my plans are. Originally, I was going to go back to my hometown and see my family. But since then, we've had one family member who um, has COVID. So now everybody is like, what are, what are we going to do? Um, and so we need to have, mine is pending. So pending on the conversation with family members on what they're comfortable with and what the plan is. Mm-hmm. But if, if not, just here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My roommate's leaving, so it'll just be me and the dog, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Hey, did your roommate get the other puppy or no? Yes. So now there are two puppies in this household, and puppies and rats. <laughs> but yes, it's a it's a little puppy. So the our dogs aren't really like we're keeping them separate because there's a big size difference. My dog has now is like a large dog and is only five months. So um, above forty pounds. Wow! Yeah, he he grew so much. Um, so. But it's been fun. The little puppy is cute. So, mm-hmm. and I know that it's bringing my roommate a lot of joy. Oh, so, yeah. he had a dog that would catch. We would catch rats together. So oh. it happened. One of the puppies, my my dog Morty, he was a beagle, and he would catch him for me. And he would like put him between his paws. Trigger warning. He put him in between his paws, and then I'd go get something. Go, and like drive around town. <laughs> we were a team. We caught any mouse that way. And then he started catching them and like leaving them up. Like if I was taking a shower, he'd leave them at the doorstep and I'd come out and be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. It was it like a game. Yeah, he loved it. So maybe the puppy will help. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the puppies will help. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it was the place that we like, yeah, we had a slum lord. So it was bad. We were infested they evicted someone in an apartment behind us and just like locked it up without cleaning any of the stuff out and so it was like months like that so imagine all the stuff in there then when they opened it all right. all, it was disgusting so we got all the mice so then i trained my dog how to catch them and we would do it together <laughs> rest in peace to morty oh that might be something i trained storm to do then yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, same. We're not uh, we're not planning to do anything. I um, we're gonna we usually go we usually swap. You know, going Thanksgiving and Christmas to one family and then to the other side of the family. But um, I don't even remember our rotation. <laughs> I don't remember whose turn it would be this year to be right with the Serata side or my side. Uh, uh, but. Um, no, we're gonna we're gonna stay, and we might go out to in the RV for a couple of days somewhere. Um, it's been a couple of nights. Depending on how cold, cold it is, too, it's been so cold. Yeah. Um. So we might do that. Um. But what I throw myself into is um, preparing for the kids. Right. Like I have, I like went extra in decorating this year. <laughs> so I have like a winter wonderland in my house right now. I have like. <laughs> so many decorations everywhere and I feel like I should buy more 
<laughs> so I've been doing that. Um, and then I have been doing, um, yeah, like I'm, since we're not going to see people, I'm doing like special gifts for folks that are a little bit more crafty than I usually have time for, right? Usually I'm like, ah, last minute Amazon purchases or um, delivery straight to people, right? But um, this year I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be more thoughtful and putting together stuff. So that's kind of fun. So every night I'm doing like a little bit of something for the gifts that I'm put assembling together. Um, and then we have our little, so they, and they, they, if they hear this, there is Santa. So they strongly believe in Santa. <laughs> so I have to be careful because sometimes they can, li they listen to our podcasts. <laughs> that's so sweet. I've been listening to our podcast, but I cuss a lot, A. B, can't say anything, Ixnay on the Santa A. But so Santa, we're preparing for Santa big time at my house. Um, so that's exciting, right? Because I can just like be in Christmas and have fun and walk around and see the Christmas lights and we do hot chocolate and we do all the corny things, all the like stereotypical <laughs> American Christmas stuff. We're hitting it hard this year because we're not going to see familia. So that's a way for us to spend our time. Mm -hmm. What about you, Gabby? Um, I think for us, it's like a big cooking day. So we all kind of have different things that we're kind of in charge of and we cook. And usually um, Christmas and my, with my family, it was always like a very quiet holiday where we would have like different dishes and lots of comfort food and we would do karaoke and all these things obviously this year is a little bit different because of covid um and then there's a the first christmas that we'll spend without my dad so it's it's a transition and the first christmas with lucas so there's a lot of emotion so we decided to keep it low-key um we're doing like little gifts for everybody and spending the day cooking and just knowing what we want to do um and spending you know some time like taking photographs with the baby and stuff so there's that um but yeah just kind of a quiet holiday well probably um on my mom's side of the family um everybody gets together on the 22nd um so that everybody can meet on christmas and then everybody can go on the 24th um and I just realized for people that don't know, in Mexico, we celebrate the 24th, not the 25th. So on the 24th, everybody in the family can go with their in-laws or wherever people are bonding up. So this year, everybody's meeting virtually. So we'll be able to do that um, and meet, the family can meet the baby, uh, at least virtually. Um, yeah, just some, some quiet time. Just say that was one of the good, that was one of the fun things growing up, right? Latina by culture was like, we would do the, midnight thing right so especially when the Panamanians were in town we would do the midnight thing and then as a kid I could midnight so I get to stay up late and we'd buy part like it's a like party yeah it's just it's a hard it, it's party party adults <laughs> and then it's party and then uh the Santa thing right because it was like we'd also do the American thing so it was like extra 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 because <laughs> we do so yeah no and I don't I, I don't know how it is here, but I know that for us um, on the 25th, that's the date that it, like you feel like you're driving everywhere, meeting everybody's family and just eating recalentado. So you eat like seven times because you're visiting like aunts and family. So I don't know what we'll do on the 25th, probably just sleep 
Um, and Santa will be visiting, I think, our house. We'll see if we were good people this year. Um, <laughs> and then we celebrate again with the Three Wise Men on January 6th. Mm -hmm. um, so in Mexico, if you're in the north, we have different aids for the holidays. So aids in the north are related to Santa and in the south, they're related to Three Wise Men. So it's a little bit different. So because my mom is from south, my dad's from the north, we do both in our house. So in both in both worlds. We don't do um Dia de los Reyes. We didn't grow up doing that one. I don't even I don't even think they do it in Panama. I think, I it's, think it's just it might be just Mexican Catholics. I don't know. Yeah, my family did does that. So I put a shoe under the Christmas tree because my mom will keep the Christmas tree until then. Mm -hmm. and I'll yep, put a here. shoe <laughs> under the Christmas tree and it's supposed it's like double Santa. <laughs> and then we have a rosca and whoever gets the baby makes well at least in my family is in charge Tamales. of the tamales. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh February second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh so it's tied to the it's tied to the Catholic religion, right? Yeah. 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 Puerto Ricans do it too. Yeah, I yeah. think so. But I think that their the rosca might be different in Puerto Rico. Um, there's different kinds of roscas though, which I have no idea. But yeah, so so we'll be doing some of that. Um, but yeah, taking it slow, taking it, taking it easy. Chill. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Um, so in thinking about this year being a little bit different for everybody where you know either we'll be far away from family or we've lost someone during the holidays or people are traveling um what is it that you think is helpful as a year ends because this has been a really hard year we have not only christmas um or hanukkah or you know whatever holiday people celebrate or not but we also have the end of the new year and i think it's it's been a hectic year for everybody um so i don't know any thoughts as the year is wrapping up anything that could be helpful in healing that you're doing um i have um i'm doing more i think i'm doing i'm doing a lot more self-care than i probably would be any other year um so i am i think i told you before but like i have acupuncture acupuncture i go to acupuncture um every other week actually i do acupuncture and acupressure um i have my therapist <laughs> i see i hear every other week too um and then i um, recently have done more of like um more um uh, the non-traditional is not the right word what's the word more culturally grounded healing race so i went to a i don't know if i talked about that this here but i went there's a local healer who she's a midwife and she does um beautiful healing work and i went to one of her breathwork sessions and it was a cacao ceremony so she made cacao which is a drink that she needs from the cacao bean that she's from venezuela like it's all very traditional traditional medicine right like um and so she 
did does cleansings, limpia, you know, like breath. It was just like it's called she uses for this particular ceremony ancestral healing. Um, and so that has been really helpful for my nervous system and helped me, I think, just like cleanse and start to really shift into um how can I really focus healing. Um and healing like in a deep way, right? We've talked about this here, right? Not being just superficial self-care stuff, which of course that stuff is important for like self-soothing and calming and da da da. Um, and I think also me doing some deeper spiritual healing because um, the trauma disconnects and trauma does all of its beautiful things. Um, and so, yeah, I've been doing more journaling, which I think Gabby, you've talked about doing like in the mornings and I've done that a couple of times. It really helped just like, um, ground, right? I've been trying to be really intentional about grounding every morning, even if it's just a couple minutes. Um, and if I can do movement, right? But every morning doing something, um, doing more journaling, more just more like, yeah, more care um, and more like intentional healing around trauma and generational trauma and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'm going to carry that into the new year and really try to keep it central um because it is like because of what we do it's like a requirement i feel like you know like, to really be doing deeper um to be really be having just time to commit to doing this healing work and for me exploring the more cultural ways has been really beautiful and really nice so i'm excited to keep to keep doing it what about you guys Um, I guess for me, what I'm, um, it's been a little bit of a shift, obviously in my routine with, with baby, um, because we're up, um, pretty early. I usually am an early riser and Josie knows this from traveling with me. I'm up super early. Um, but right now it feels like it's a little bit harder to wake up at that time. So I make my coffee every morning. Um, and right now that my mom is here, we usually will have coffee together if even for a few minutes and that's grounding um and I think for me a lot of it has been just processing things a lot with my family about how we're feeling how each of us is doing um different memories as as family that maybe one of us has forgotten about looking at pictures videos that has been really really healing um I recommend that to everybody if you have the chance if you have your family together or not with any, you know, people you connect with, taking photos and videos um, is really healing later when you're watching them. Um, so that, that's been working for me. Um, and then with my mom being here, also there's been more traditional cooking. So that's been good. Um, and so just spending a little bit of time of just making this space our space and getting to know baby um, it's been interesting to have people now here and just get to share that and, you know, just not there's been a lot of talking. Hmm? Not be alone, not be alone, yeah. Anymore, right? Yeah, you were you were alone your whole pregnancy, pretty much, just yeah. with your husband, right? Mm-hmm. So now we get to talk about the appointments and talk about, like, all things start happening with the baby and um at times also get a break from things and just be able to do things for ourselves. Um, so it's it's been good, I guess, just time with, with loved ones and trying to be connected in a different way than in the past few months. Um, 
it's been really, really helpful. Um, and now that I'm healing, I'm hoping to start walking and maybe adding a little bit more movement. Um, I usually will do a challenge from this YouTube yoga teacher. She does every January, it's the 30 days of yoga. Um, shout out to Adrienne Mischler or Yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. She has this free yoga um, tradition that she's been doing for the past six years. It's amazing. She'll send you an, a, like a letter every day for like reflection and uh, introspection. And then there's different videos every day. And so I'm hoping to be able to do that to kind of reconnect with my body in a different way and just start to add a movement and stretching out, getting out some of that extra energy that I'm, I'm carrying from the year. I love that you said how videos and pictures of family and loved ones are healing because usually we hear oh don't take out your phone then don't record live in the moment live in the present but over the over the course of covid and especially right now that's closer to the holidays i find myself looking at my snapchat stories more and me and my friends will send it to each other and we'll be like a year ago we were doing this little did we know but and it's just it's so nice to see that the like the memories and and stuff like that so with that I don't know if this is helpful to anybody but because we wanted to be present when we were recording those videos so we said like where there was like a traditional family moment you know like domingos breakfast or whatever you know that was a big thing in our family um and so we set the camera just to record us so it was just recording that whole breakfast anything we talked about you know the, the mundane things that you do with your loved ones because those are really things that you end up missing. Um, and so we have, um, for the last month of my dad's life, we have that documented. So a lot of different conversations and moments that we're able to go back to if we want to. Um, so we just set it up and we would forget the camera was there so we wouldn't have to be like, you know, mm -hmm. um, on our phones in case it's helpful. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, that would, that would require a lot of storage from with my family. <laughs> Yep, that's what happened. Yeah, so we have like three videos. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's really great advice. Uh, for me, let's see. So self-care for me has been uh, a journey. So at first would do the more, oh, self-care with face masks during college. But I would avoid all other self-care, like doctor's visits, eye doctors, all that stuff not because I wanted to avoid it, but because I didn't have health insurance and I didn't want to pay. And I wasn't back home where I could go to Mexico and, and do this stuff. Mm -hmm. So now that I have the privilege to have health insurance, uh, the past two months I have been going to therapy and then I have been um, going to actual doctor's visits, like getting checkups and stuff like that. Uh, stuff yeah. that I, still didn't I mean I wouldn't make excuses to do because we're in COVID and because I really don't like going there anyway but that's been my self-care so nothing I haven't been journaling I actually haven't been doing anything like no moving no drawing no other stuff that I usually do because I have been busy with the doctor's visits which are important and then I'm just too tired I'm like I'm just gonna lay down <laughs> I've done a lot today so uh 
in between that and resting. That's what I'm doing. That's important. Yep. So important. Yeah. And, and now that I'm getting older, I guess I never really thought about this. I'm becoming more self-aware that I need to set up boundaries, especially with my family. So I'm working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, I think that's one of the topics for the journey. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. Boundaries are our own container. Therefore. I was, so I, I had this discussion. I was like, well, how can I be honest and create boundaries? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like would I just be lying? And then I had to go through this whole like realization that like creating boundaries does not mean you're lying or like holding, it's just, you're choosing what to communicate with people mm-hmm. to, build, to be able to sustain healthy relationship. That took me a long time. Like that was hard for me to understand. So Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Mexican guilt is real. Yes, that guilt is no joke. Yes, yes, yes. Um so I think those are all great ideas in different ways that you know, depending on where you're at and the things that you have going on right now, you might try to do, or maybe people can, you know, share some ideas that they might have with us, with our team. Uh, I'm sure that when we talk to their members of our team, they'll have other ideas that we can always bring back to the podcast. Um, Any last thoughts that y'all have? I was just thinking in terms of boundaries, um, something I've been talking a lot about with my clients is like, taking advantage of the COVID boundary, right? Like, cause it is hard to break patterns that you've, you know, like one, for instance, being like, we used to, I remember we would do all of our families in one day, right? And like, that was exhausting. And so like, that's when we went into a, a schedule, right? This year, and then we're gonna alternate, but it took a couple years of us like being completely exhausted and depleted and like, cause we would be doing houses in two different, like two or three different, um cities we do like the tour of texas and one day it was crazy um so that's something we established was like after all times like man this is it's demasiado now we had the boy so we you kind of will stay home um at least for christmas day so santa knows where to find us um but uh we've talked about with clients like boundaries in terms of when it's hard to get established those you've got we've been pandemic we're technically still in a lockdown so there you go, right? Using that as like a way to continue to bu- provide buffer, right? And I'm talking about clients who have like really toxic families and have a really good, difficult, way, difficult time um, separating out that toxicity or having a buffer, right? Um, and we've talked about this before. About, I think we talked about it in our like um, nutrition episode around like just like comments about bodies and you know just all the things that can be really triggering around the holidays um, and so yeah we've got a we've got a buffer right now we've got a boundary with this pandemic that and not to feel bad about using it right I can't see you sorry we'll FaceTime <laughs> and I think with that it, it goes to like how boundaries with ourselves right as Karen was saying like 
what is it that I need right now? And if that's rest and like being able to unplug, then that's rest and being able to unplug, especially during times where you're getting a lot of messages and a lot, I think of requests to connect with family or friends or whatever, or just even a lot of pressure as people have continued to live their lives and seen a lot of photos, no shade uh, <laughs> to anyone listening. <laughs> But, um, you know, a lot of photos of people being out and connecting. And I think that can be also very activating, but also um, exhausting just being uh, seeing all the things in social media, especially as people will start posting about all the things that they accomplished in this year, despite of the pandemic. Um, and, you know, going back into that toxicity of productivity, um, regardless of our needs. So being able to really rest and being able to just also be grateful that we made it we're here um and so it's not a competition we don't need to be doing a million things and it's actually okay just to be just to be yeah just to be totally valuable right and so i think a lot of uh, work of intentionality around trying to really ground ourselves right because if we're like especially here, like, I'm the only, right, out of a whole family and community that's just, like, duh, 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 you know, doing other things or, right, just coping in their ways, and you're trying to cope in a different way, it's hard to, like, get validation for that, so we're here to validate you, yeah. good. and staying in your pajamas all day and doing what feels good. Yeah, and that matters. That's also self-care, that's also boundaries, and it's okay however that looks like. Uh, we're grateful to be in this space. We're wrapping things up for this year, but we still have a few episodes to come out on 2021. Um, and yeah, if there's any thoughts or anything that y'all like us to talk about, you can always um, let us know through social media, through Instagram. Um, we're also happy to answer any, any questions that might be lingering. Um, all right. So we will see you again in our next episode, which is in the next year. So take care y'all and hopefully you continue to connect with us in the next year. Bye.